This is Niamh Bushnell from Tech Ireland, and today I am with Camille Donegan, who is our ARVR advisor for Innovation Nation 2019. Thank you so much for being here, Camille. Thank you for having me, Niamh. Uh, it's so cool to listen to you talk about this sector. I feel like uh, I'm coming out of the dark ages into the light, <laughs> into the VR light. Let me shine a torch for you. <laughs> when I talk to you. Uh, so give us briefly your background first, and then we're going to dive into the chapter on AR, VR and the companies and the ecosystem and all the good stuff that's going on. Sure. Uh, very simply, I wanted to be an actor. My dad said no. He told me to get a proper degree. I liked computer games. I studied computer science. Best thing I ever did. So I graduated from computer science, went straight into working as a developer in AIB Bank and then spent all my spare time and all my holidays acting. So parallel careers in tech and the arts. And then I left the bank in 2006 to go to L.A. and be an actor. Mm-hmm. Didn't quite work out, so I'm sitting here now. But that uh, all led to somewhere wonderful. So um, I went back working part-time in IT, still parallel to my arts career, running a theatre production company called Alive O Productions, specialising in large, immersive um, shows for families in parks. And three years ago, as a part of some consultancy work I was doing with Business to Arts, I walked into the Science Gallery to the Digital Biscuit Conference and there I had my first virtual reality hit and everything changed. <laughs> that was it. You never looked back. I literally never looked back. So in that experience, I was transported into somebody else's body. Um, and I now know that is known as embodiment. And as an actor, that's something you're doing all the time anyway. Um, but from a psychological perspective, uh, myself and friends were always wondering how we could help people to see from other people's perspectives. Mm, yeah. And um, so that empathy building piece and virtual reality has been dubbed the empathy making machine. And my first experience, I, I felt that intuitively and went, this is an extremely powerful medium like nothing we've ever seen before. I can feel what this person is feeling whose perspective I am embodying. Um, and that was, yeah, a game changer for me. Yeah, that sounds like, um, that sounds very intoxicating. Mm. Yeah, wow. Fabulous. And we'll come back to it, but you and some colleagues are setting up uh, an industry association, Airmersive, mm -hmm. to represent and support yeah. the industry of, of companies. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll, let's come back to that in a moment because uh, we've done a little bit of work and you've done most of the work, thank you very much, <laughs> no to put together kind of headline companies. ARVR is, is pretty emerging in Ireland um, and there were, I think in Tech Ireland we're tracking about 35, 40 companies mm -hmm. in the sector. So your job was to look at 2018 and pick 10 companies as our headline companies um, from the sector. So tell us about some of them. I mean, people will find the whole list of the 10 of them in the book. But mm -hmm. tell us about your, your favorites or the ones that kind of really inspire you or stick with you. OK, um, there are, yeah, there are 10 really strong um, and quite individual and unique companies um, some are more focused on virtual reality some more on augmented reality and um, and quite a few players do both um, a few of the companies I'd like to highlight uh, first of all immersive VR education um, I think they're called VR education holdings now uh, David Whelan's company and the reason I want to highlight them is because of the um, the split focus in their 
company. So what I love about David is his really strong vision. And if you see him talk at events, his big vision is to enable education, uh, free edu- free world-class education to the world, to anybody who can have a VR headset. And he's already started having hours and hours of Harvard professors and educators from all over the world, the best universities in the world, um, motion captured and available on his Engage platform. And I recommend any of the listeners to check out the Engage platform. It's available on the Vive uh, Steam store. Um, And parallel to that, he has created two world-class games, which are also available on Steam to purchase. The Apollo 11 experience, which was his first uh, game, and then the Titanic experience. And and they're they're much more than a game. They're extremely immersive, photorealistic storytelling pieces that are world-class. They have done very well. um, And... The, the games cross-pollinate his vision for the education platform. That's what I love about what Dave Whelan's doing. That's really cool. His his wife is very involved in the company as well, isn't she? I've Sandra. forgotten her name. Sandra. Sandra. Yeah. Sandra. I've met Sandra a couple of times and she's a she's a an ambitious and very interesting woman too. So they're they're a mighty team in mm-hmm. fairness, the two of them. Didn't they IPO this year they or did. as in in twenty eighteen? Yeah. Yeah. And within two days they had raised seven million pounds, I believe. And um, most of which has gone on hiring talent um, and I know David talks quite a bit about the, the talent and trying to upskill and, and educate people here in Ireland um, but for the most part he's, he's having to bring talent over from the US um, okay. and not a bad thing if they if they're here and then they help us to build up our own talent, right? Like Very we do true. in the film industry and in other creative industries. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a good mix of kind mm. of melting pots of people from different cultures who then share and yeah. up the up the standards all around. And I know some of the developers he has down there. Uh, they are absolutely, they're known very well in the industry internationally. So he's gotten some very strong coups Great. of uh, Unity developers good, down in Good for, good for Dave and Sandra. And mm. when we say down there, yes, exactly, we're Waterford. talking about Waterford. So this is something that's happening in the sunny southeast, mm-hmm. not even here in Dublin. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of interesting things. They're such a cool company and, and I'm, I'm dying to see what happens in 2019 for them. Mm-hmm. Tell us who else you're 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 excited about. Um, there is a Trinity spin-out called Volograms. Um, I believe they received six hundred thousand in funding last year. Um, they are very interesting. The whole notion of volumetric capture is very interesting. My main interest in it is from a storytelling perspective, because the difference I have seen from looking at three sixty three D video content or even augmented reality. 2D characters um, versus volumetrically captured characters for me is night and day. The difference in human resonance. So if I took you into a green screen studio, Neve, and I filmed you right. in, in 2D and then I put a little Neve here on the table and Neve is looking at, and you're chatting to me. Great. Yeah, it's a bit Star Wars. But if I brought you down to Stack B in the IFSC into the Volograms Volumetric Capture Studio and captured you volumetrically, which means from all sides, and then played holographic Neve on the table. There's no comparison. No comparison. Wow, that's what they're doing. Yeah. Fascinating. And their their technology, so they were called Vsense when they were in Trinity and I knew them then because they'd created a, a Samuel Beckett play 
Coldplay um, in, in volumetric capture and they um, were showcasing that at 3D Camp. That's when I met them and they spoke at the VR meetup I was running at the time as well. Um, and now they're, they're making their technology available. They're world-class algorithms. So they do all the capture and all the putting together. So the really complicated part with that isn't the, the 12 cameras capturing. Right. It's the, it's the putting together of those elements, the processing. Great. Wow, they're super exciting. And, and they're a spin-out from Trinity. Yeah. Fabulous. Have you others? I mean, I know there's loads more, but give, give us one more great story. Sure. You're such a great storyteller. Uh, yeah, well, there's a couple more highlights I'd like to mention. So War Ducks, um, people Nikki might Lana. know them already. Nikki, yeah, yep. Nikki's fab. And spun, out, spun herself out of Facebook yeah. to set up War Ducks. Yeah, and yeah, she's, she's got she's a great, great team there. I know um, some of the guys working with her, she has an excellent team. And Sneaky Bears was the franchise, uh, the virtual reality gaming franchise that, the team we're working on um, but more recently they're looking at augmented reality as well and there's uh, business reasons for that how many headsets do people have in the world and what is actually the market size for for games at this point you know we need people to buy more headsets essentially and um, so the Augmented, augmented reality app that they launched recently was called the Ericsson Skyline and that was for people going onto the Skyline in Crow Park. Can One use of our this. large sports stadiums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can do an augmented reality uh, app and you can see Christchurch or some other uh, famous landmark building overlaid right next to you and you're getting a, a close-up viewpoint of a building that's far away. So fun. And can the, the puncher on the street go in and do that? Yes. It's, it's, it's happening right now in yep. Brook Park? Wow. Okay, we got we to gotta go there. I got to bring my son to that. Mm. That sounds really fun. <laughs> Great. And, and, and OK, so that, that, that's what Nikki is up to. Yeah. And just when I mention augmented reality, No Place Like, a company from Limerick, Alan Wickstead is their CEO. They've just sealed a deal with Easy Living and they're going to be capturing all of their furniture in um, and making really high class uh, 3D models of all of the furniture pieces in Easy Living so that people uh, in Ireland will be able to put any easy living furniture in their room and see what it looks like and take a photo and say will that couch look good there will that uh, dresser look uh, nice over there and be able to maneuver them around and then hopefully buy from easy buy, living buy, if exactly, they like it. Yeah. exactly great so, so talk to me about the ecosystem so we've we've established a couple of things there's some great companies there's a small number at this point but there's some great quality companies yes. there lots has been happening so what about the ecosystem that surrounds these companies in Ireland what does mm. that look like today when you say ecosystem like the multinationals the events the the funders like what's what's going on in all of the people that aren't companies yeah there there's a really buzzy community in the vra or sector in ireland and most of us and uh, all the companies i've mentioned and majority of people in in the top 10 and know each other quite a long time at least three years so we've we're all super obsessed we've all like this is night and day (laughs) for us like we're all on a whatsapp group message each other so air immersive is coming out of that and that's going to be a unified voice for the sector and and we uh, meet up quite quite regularly, sometimes in VR on the meeting room platform, which is um, an excellent 
uh, Irish startup as well, meetingroom.io, which allows VR conferencing. Um, and then sometimes in person, uh, 3D Camp is our meetup uh, that happens every three months run by James Corbett from Sim Virtua. And there was 350 people registered for wow. the 3D Camp meetup last Thursday. So it's incredibly vibrant. Um, multinationals, there are uh, pockets of activity happening, both in inside their doors and uh, sometimes outside their doors. So sometimes we see be Accenture or Google um, at the 3D Camp showing off uh, something that they're working on, which is great. And uh, Google have supported some arts uh, activations that I've done. They uh, worked with me on the Dublin Dance Festival last year. Um, so there are, and Samsung are very vibrant in the space. Mm-hmm. Um, Would it be fair to say though, Camille, from, from kind of chats that we've had before, that while we do have a strong you know, DNA of multinational companies in the AR, VR space Mm -hmm. that we're not really seeing that strong collaboration Mm -hmm. between them and startups in Ireland yet. Is Is that what's to come? Yeah, I'd like to see more of that. I think 2019 could be an interesting year to see more of those collaborations happening and basically just more conversations uh, taking place. And hopefully this umbrella organisation immersive will enable more of those conversations to take place both with multinationals and with government. Exactly. Now you were telling me that at Future Scope this year which is on in March mm-hmm. um, that there's going to be some exciting yeah. AR VR stuff going on. Tell us more about that. There's going to be a dedicated, so it's the 28th of March in the Convention Centre, there's going to be a dedicated VR panel um, the immersive team will be showcasing some of our collective case studies so absolutely showcasing best best in class VR and AR um, work from Virtual Reality Ireland um, and Wardux, Vray, Cleverbooks lots of us will be demonstrating our case studies there so that we can really get a sense of the, the excellent projects and products that are spinning out from these companies in Ireland. That's great. I'm looking forward to kind of seeing all of that because I feel like I am, and I'm guessing a lot of people out there in Ireland, you know, who've kind of come from a B2B software background, which is so, so not sexy in comparison to what the stuff you're talking about is. But, you well, know, B2B do- is absolutely where it's at. Like any of us, we're all looking at B2B. Uh, the B2C market, uh, apart from, say, Sneaky Bears games and, and, and things like that, but a lot of us are focusing on products. Um, Virtual Reality Ireland have a VR meditation app, and that's that's a B2B product. Um, and so the idea is, here's your VR headset, that's your training device, your wellness meditation device, and it, it could be multifaceted as to all of the experiences that are on there that can be used for corporates and for B2B. Yeah, and there's a lot of that going on in corporates at the moment um, there's the AR VR Innovate mm-hmm. event when is that on? That it, it's funny like Alex Gibson has just been running that event I think this might be the fifth year and it's been a bedrock for all of us and again it's how most of us know each other is through the AR VR Innovate conference which um, is running on the 11th of May this year in the RDS um, so what Alex pulls together he's got some great international speakers coming over this year some um, great companies coming from the UK UK. Um, what's interesting is that the UK set, or sorry, um, Northern uh, NI, sorry, 
uh, Northern Ireland. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's going to be a presence of, of, of companies from Northern Ireland there? Yeah. Well, last year they had 16 Northern Ireland companies represented by this uh, global umbrella. Um, sorry, by this umbrella company. And <clears throat> I I think our immersive, it would be excellent for us to have something similar. So for us to be going to conferences globally um, and showing ourselves and showing what we can do as Air Immersive. That sounds great. Just a shout out to Alex, um, since you've mentioned him with the RVR Innovate, um, him and Rob Quigley from Dacry, two other advisors for Tech Ireland on the ARVR front who've been super supportive of our work in the area and tracking companies. Mm. Um, so, so what is next for the sector what would you like to see happen what where is Ireland's opportunity Camille give us you know give us your wish list for 2019 Hmm. I guess yeah um well I my brain is always split in two sectors the arts and business and that's uh I'm kind of hardwired for both and they do cross-pollinate and I really see the opportunity for them to cross-pollinate even more with uh these immersive technologies because the Projects that are out there that are really have arts at the heart of them um, are phenomenal and they're stunningly beautiful. They're highly immersive. So when when those when they come together, when arts and tech come together, there really is magic there. So I'd like to see more of that collaboration. And that comes from, um, say, uh, arts focused meetups, which is um, something that I run and uh, we've just found a new home to start that again. So I'll be bringing the art side of immersive technologies. Uh, I'll be highlighting those activities and uh, hopefully supporting them as much as possible. But to have more government support is key. So to have more conversations happening with the industry, again, hopefully immersive will help that. Um, interestingly, looking at the arts and culture sector and the sector in general in the UK, they have a dedicated minister for these activities. So mm. they have a digital and creative industries minister. Um, it would be amazing to have something similar um, in Ireland uh, even, yeah. even as our immersive who, who to speak to um, obviously if there was somebody with that title it would be very clear who we need to speak to exactly and and you were talking to me earlier about the disruptive innovation fund that mm. the government has launched and that's been super successful and in mm-hmm. fact I think all of our advisors to a person have mentioned it as part of the impact mm. on um, on their sectors you see a real opportunity for that fund to be used in this space don't you yeah I do um, like it's it's a great first step and I look forward to the, the next phase of the disruptive technologies fund um, Hopefully we'll, we'll see more VR and AR funding coming through that. Um, I know Vray were part of a successful funding round with the Tyndall Institute for Holistic Human and Wellness um, yeah. project. Um, but yeah, uh, to see to see more of those kind of funds or to see more AR and VR activities being an, an integral part of those funds and not just attack on oh well and we'll deliver via headset yeah yeah exactly so so yeah i mean it's it's been so great to do this with you to learn about these companies and to see that we really do have promise and potential and talent in the area Mm. so hopefully 2019 we'll take that to the next step and we'll be here to track it in any case yeah absolutely yeah i'll be in the middle so (laughs) you'll be (laughs) i hope that i hope that remains the case because if that is the case then there's then we'll definitely get there camille thank you (laughs) so much much for being here and for supporting Tech Ireland and uh, being our advisor for the book. You're very welcome. Thanks for listening. 
This podcast is part of a series Tech Ireland has developed to accompany the launch of Innovation Nation 2019, our coffee table book and go-to guide to innovation in Ireland. To listen to other great discussions from this series about innovation-driven cities in Ireland and world-class companies here, go to the content section of techireland.org and select podcasts. You can also purchase a copy of the Innovation Nation book from our website under the heading 2019 in the main menu of techireland.org. Thank you.